Good morning. Welcome back to the podcast. Pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Van Zill. Now, I'm not making up random people. (laughs) They are finding me, and he was a recent blessing yesterday. So this goes out to you, Van Zill. He doesn't even know about the podcast, but I will send it to him so that he can hear. Good morning, listeners. The most powerful name I know is God. The most powerful prayer I know is bless. And the person I wish all the best today is you. The secret to a happy life is giving God the first part of your day, the first priority to every decision, and the first place in your heart. Amen. Love it, love it. And mindset. So a mindset is all about the moment you wake up to the moment you rest your head at night. Everything is up to you, your emotions, your thoughts, your perception, your reactions. Every moment is up to you and God. And that's why we call on him first thing in the morning. Alleluia. And of course, Oloris has sent me some other beautiful sayings. This one says, life is not defined by what you bring, but rather by what you leave behind. May the footsteps you take today be as beautiful as the ones you leave behind. Amen. Thank you, Alores. God bless everybody today. And we're going to have a bright and beautiful day. Never forget that God is our perfect guide in life. His strength overcomes our weaknesses. His grace fills our emptiness. His presence overcomes our loneliness. His shoulders carry us through life's difficulties. So walk with God every day and never underestimate the power of your prayers. God bless you. Amen. God bless your day with smiles, joy, laughter, sunshine, mercy, kindness, love, and peace. So enjoy your day today because you are very special. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord, for bringing me and my family and my friends safely through another week. You provided for our needs. You have kept us from harm. Dear God, keep your hands on them in the weeks to come. Amen. Amen. Oh, I love it. Pray with me. Our Father who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And in Touch Magazine, it tells us that God works within us. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Slowly sink in these words. We are able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think. What an amazing description of God's ability to work within his followers. And so often we focus on what we want him to do around us, but he invites us to think and ask bigger. Listeners, he wants to change us. The Lord has a purpose for your life and he's constantly working to achieve it. Although the father has unique plans for each one of his children, he also has the goal of conforming every believer to the image of his son, Jesus Christ. So in order to accomplish this, he may have to bring us through some struggles and heartaches. It might make no sense to us, but God knows exactly what he's doing. Spiritual fruit takes time to grow and mature. I like that. We need to call ourselves spiritual fruit. (laughs) And that is why we need patience and faith to believe that he is working even when we don't see the results right away. God is never in a hurry. And he won't ever give up on us. Amen. Think about the things you want the Lord to do within you. And as you read the Bible, look for the qualities that God considers precious. And then ask him to work them out in your life. Then you can rely on his wonderful promise to do even more than you have asked or imagined. I love that more than you asked or imagined. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're unloading prayers. We're unpacking them one by one. Listeners, you want to feel really good about yourself? Well, read the Ten Commandments and then applaud yourself on all of them that you are following. I'm going to take this time to read the Ten Commandments. Number one, thou shalt not have no other gods before me. Number two, thou shalt not make unto thee a grain image. Number three, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord God in vain. Number four, 
Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Number five, honor thy father and thy mother. Number six, thou shall not kill. Number seven, thou shall not commit adultery. Number eight, thou shall not steal. Number nine, thou shall not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And number 10, thou shall not covet thy neighbor's house. And covet means to yearn to possess or have what your neighbor has. You can find the Ten Commandments in the book of Exodus, chapter 20. Out of the ten, how many are you truly following? And I know it's a lot, but we need to aim for ten out of ten. Amen. Listeners, you know, trusting God is easy when life's good or we're feeling confident. But is that the genuine faith or is that a form of self-reliance? The Apostle Paul said that our adequacy is from God. 2 Corinthians verse, chapter 3, verse 5. If the Lord calls us to do something that seems impossible or unreasonable, he will equip us for it. However, if we let feelings of fear, feelings of inadequacy or unworthiness cause us to doubt him, we could miss the opportunity. Take that in. Wow. Let me repeat it. If the Lord calls us to do something that seems impossible or unreasonable, he will equip us for it. Okay? And if we let feelings of fear, inadequacy, or unworthiness cause us to doubt him, then we could miss the opportunity. Sometimes we're afraid to venture into a new endeavor because we're listening to the wrong voices. The devil is always trying to deceive us and he plants doubts in our mind so that we won't trust the Lord. He hates to see a believer put aside fear. He hates to see a believer choose to believe God. And he hates to see us move forward in obedience. Well, guess what, devil? We hate you. A challenging assignment from the Lord is often a fork in the road. So when God presents an opportunity to serve him, we must decide if we're going to take his path, even though we might feel unqualified. We're called to live by faith and not by fear. If you are uh, if you're standing at a crossroads, remember 
that your adequacy is not in yourself. It is in God. And nothing is too difficult for him. So we got to trust him and take a step. So again, I'm preaching to myself, listeners. I'm with you on this journey. We're going to get there. Our lives are destined to just be as awesome as we possibly could imagine. And that's what I'm waiting for. A week in Trinidad. (laughs) A week in the Bahamas. A year. A lifetime in heaven. How about that? John chapter 11 verse 25. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Jesus declared to Mary and Martha the truth that rings down through the generations to us. I am the resurrection and the life. We must become aware that Jesus is with us in the fullness of his power to be the resurrection and the life. No matter how battered, how bruised, or even dead we may feel inside as a result of our struggle, Jesus is with us to raise us up into a newness of life. No matter how exhausted, no matter how broken, no matter how devastated we may feel, Jesus is present with us to restore us, to heal us, to energize us. Hallelujah. He always comes to give us life and to give us life more abundantly. His very presence with us infuses life into our being. Amen. Oh, I didn't tell you I ordered five more books. OMG. I love it. We're just spreading the word, spreading knowledge, having our souls fed. I can't wait for them to arrive. (laughs) But in the meantime, we're going to read our promises for your life. Psalm 37 says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Themes, listeners, themes all around us every day. It's not beating a dead horse because we're not dead horses, but it has to be sinking into our bones. This promise is not carte blanche to get what we want from God just because we belong to his family. David is saying that if we truly delight in the Lord, we will want to know him better. I do. And the better we know him, the more we'll become to like him. His desires will become our desires. Fingers crossed. And our greatest desires will be to know him even more and enjoy him in an ever-deepening way. Amen. And that's from the 20 Essential Qualities, written by Warren Wiersbe. Don't go anywhere. Be right back.
Did you know that the first time love appears in the Bible is in the book of Genesis, chapter 22, verse 2. It says, take now your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and offer him. Whom you love. This is the first time the word love is used in scripture. And it's when the Lord asked Abraham to offer Isaac. So if you recall, Abraham was a hundred years old when God gave him a son. So he could become a great nation. But Isaac wasn't just the fulfillment of the promise to Abraham. He truly loved his son. So to sacrifice Isaac, the idea of it had to have been excruciating. Listeners, we tend to think that telling God how much we love something will force him to do as we wish. But often, what we're really saying to him is, if you take this away or refuse to give it to me, I won't believe in you anymore. We're actually betraying that what we want is more important to us than he is. Wow. That is why the Lord will say, I am making sure that nothing stands in the way of you placing your full trust in me. Amen. For Abraham, that meant putting both Isaac and the promise on that altar. But for you, it may mean submitting your own desires in order to do God's will. It is difficult, but listeners, it is worthwhile. Because just as he honored Abraham's obedience and provided for both him and Isaac, he will do so for you. Here we go. Above and beyond what you can imagine. Pray with me. Jesus, I completely surrender. I trust you to provide. Amen. What's my phrase? It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> oh, from commanding your morning, let's pray. Listeners, gaze your eyes up to heaven. Clasp your hands together and let's just roll with some prayers. Dear God, let me never be a spectator at church. Let me always be growing and contributing so that my church becomes a center of transformation. Bring new levels of understanding and synergy so that your body worldwide will walk in unity and become kingdom ambassadors who speak your words and reveal your will on the earth. Amen. Father, direct me to my destiny. As I pray today, deposit your ideas into my spirit. Use everything you have placed within my hands for your glory. I am a soldier in your army, and I push the enemy back to the sea. 
I declare and decree that I am strong in you and I will boldly go wherever you lead me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, I take my place in battle. I commit to bear your light as an agent of change in a world of darkness. I decree and declare that there will be no gaps in my defenses. I will stand in the place I've been called to, in the authority I have been given through Christ, and pray diligently to release your will in the earth. In the name of Jesus, amen. Father, I decree and declare today that fear has no place in my life. The righteous shall be as bold as lions, and he who is in me is greater than he that is in the world. Father, increase my awareness of who I am in you and what your will for my life will be. I know you have already equipped me to do exactly what you have called me to do. I will pursue my destiny without fear because you have called me and you are faithful to complete your work in me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Oh, these prayers are worth repeating. You can hit rewind on this podcast. Father, I decree and declare that I am bold and courageous in you. I stand firm in my position as your ambassador here on earth. I have been equipped with the mind of Christ. Therefore, I set achievable goals and exceed all expectations. I am strong and of good courage and everything God has planned for my life will come to pass. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over the spirit of fear. I declare and decree that I will, that it will have no effect on my life. I shall walk out of old fearful ways of thinking and into a new mindset that is filled with courage. I wear the helmet of salvation to protect my mind from negative thoughts that would derail your purposes and your plans for me. I am righteous, Lord, and therefore I am as bold as a lion. I decree and declare that I face and conquer every fear and advance into my destiny. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of Jesus. Wow. And we don't want to go too long, listeners, without asking and meditating on forgiveness because that is one of the largest caveats in most of our 
paths is unforgiveness. Lord, I am so thankful for your mercy. You never scold me for the way I feel. Instead, you encourage me to be honest with you, to cry to you, to pray to you, and then allow you to deal with my adversaries. Forgiveness takes the burden of my pain from me and it gives it to you. My heart is able to receive your love. I am able to trust you to provide me with newness. And I am reminded how frequently your love for me erases my sins. So as I yield to your will, Father, help me to grow into a godly vessel, ready to forgive others as you continuously forgive me. Lord, I am grateful for your forgiveness. You are teaching me how valuable it is. I realize that my failure to forgive forfeits my blessings and your pardon of my daily sins. And it also prevents my movement from affliction to restoration. So, Father, I receive your peace when I forgive. My heart is protected from being cold and empty. My spirit can commune with you. My thoughts are aligned with yours. In spite of how I may feel and how I may hurt, Lord, please help me to be a vessel ready, ready to initiate forgiveness and to forgive. In the name of Jesus, amen. And of course, Luke chapter 6, verse 37 reminds us, Do not judge others and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others or it will come back against you. Forgive others and you will be forgiven. Bye for now.